In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, Christ is in our midst. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. I want to show you guys something. The, the gospel today, when you read it um, outside of the liturgical gospel, it says the kingdom of heaven is like this. The Lord gives a parable. He's trying to illustrate the kingdom of heaven to us. So he who has ears to hear, let him hear. It might be a little difficult because of the little ones, but let's, let's do a little exercise. Some of you already know this one. So, to yourself, without saying anything, say the Jesus prayer. Say, Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Go ahead and say it. Don't, sell, don't use your mouth, but say it to yourself. Everyone did it? Yeah? <laughs> what is the kingdom of heaven like? Where is it? The Lord says the kingdom of heaven is within you. What mouth? What? How did you hear that? Everyone heard it. You heard it inside you, didn't you? Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Well, what, what ears heard that? What mouth spoke that? Up above on the arch it says, I am with you always until, always, even until the end of the age. Can you see it? Can you see it? Okay, everybody. Go ahead and close your eyes. Close your eyes, really. Close your eyes. Can you see it? Can you see it? Can you see it? Yeah. Just like this icon here of the Lord. If you take a look and you close your eyes, you can see the Lord, right? What eyes are seeing the Lord? What eyes are looking? but can still see what ears are hearing. We've heard this parable so many times. And we've been told a million things, and they all apply. Uh, we can talk about, you know, our talents. I'm, I'm an artist. I'm a carpenter. You know, I can cook. I can watch kids. I can do whatever. And God wants me to take that and use it. And that's true, and it's good. But the kingdom of heaven is within, and where we just went just now, inside, you can't really take your carpentry, you can't really take your cooking in the way that you think you can. You can, but not in that exact same way. You see, the talent that you're given, your soul, it needs to grow, and it grows through these things called virtues. And virtues aren't something that you kind of like grab like a hammer or a carrot or a piece of gold. But they're more valuable than a hammer or a, a carrot or a piece of gold. Virtues are things that can multiply. Let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. 
with a virtue of, let's say, obedience, you can now take your will and you can say no to yourself and say, you know what? I want to go out and have a beer on Saturday, but I, I really know the Lord speaking to me to like help Father do such and such a thing. So I'm not going to get the beer on Saturday, and I'm actually going to use my will, and I'm going to show up, and I'm going to help him build the chicken coop or whatever the thing is. You understand what I'm saying? See, that, that thing that's in you, that virtue that is invisible, let's say, it can produce something so much greater. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. When the Lord says to us, I've given you this talent, you need to ask yourself, what is this thing that God's given me that would reflect him in me? Is it love, charity, wisdom? These are the talents that we often bury. And we say to ourselves, you know, I may have a talent for whatever. I may have a spiritual gift or I may have a virtue towards this one thing, but you know, I gotta get this other thing done. And this is important because you begin to see how all the parables, they all connect and they build. Because there's another parable that the Lord gave about the man, the king who had the wedding feast, right? And then the people were invited and said, well, yes, the wedding feast is good, but I have oxen. I just got married. I have a field, right? All of those things are outside of the man. Another parable. There is a wedding feast, and the man comes in. He says, friend, how did you get here? Where, where is your wedding garment? That parable, just like this parable, is something interesting. The man who buried his talent, just like the man who didn't have the wedding garment proper, what happens to him? He gets tossed out into, that's an interesting phrase, tossed out into the outer darkness. My brothers and my sisters, where we just went, where we heard the Jesus prayer with ears that can't hear, and when we saw with eyes that can see, that could not be taken from you. That talent of your soul, that talent and that ability to experience spiritual things, to experience the love of God, that cannot be taken from you. Now, you can give it away, you can hide it, you can neglect it, but it can't be taken from you. And so, be wise, invest it. Use the life that God's given you, your inner life, in such a way that it produces more fruit. Another parable. The Lord says to us, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all its righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Hopefully I've given you a peek of where the kingdom of God is. Right? If you seek that first, if you take care of that first, you can do everything and anything really you want. The wood of the iconostas, 
How did it get here? Well, it got here really, first and foremost, someone saw within themselves the design. Our good friend Moses. Where is his value as a carpenter? Is it that his hands are skilled? Yes, but not really. Because there's something going on inside Moses long before he actually puts his hand to the wood. There's something going on inside of whatever you're doing long before you do it. This is the great treasure you have. And unfortunately, it's the great treasure that we are often neglecting. Because this, you can touch this. But I think this is what the Lord is trying to tell us. We can touch our souls in a certain way, too, even more profoundly. But we neglect it. So, let us have ears to hear. Let us seek how to invest these talents God's given us. Let us build in virtue. Let us become people and citizens that are ready for heaven. Because in that kingdom, which will have no end... This temple, which is quite beautiful, will be, in that time, quite shabby, actually. But we have to learn how to build. We have to learn how to tend. We have to learn how to grow, how to paint in a spiritual way. The virtues. This is how it will be done. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.